Thanks for coming and listening to the Everything Avatar podcast. We are your hosts, Dan Harris and Aaron Pinkham. This is where we're going to be talking about basically everything Avatar related as an Avatar The Last Airbender. Not Avatar, the movie by James Cameron. The premise for this podcast is that we're going to look at each episode from two points of view. Me, a 40-something dad that has zero experience at all with anything Avatar or the Avatar world versus... An Avatar superfan who's been watching for 11 years. All right, so we have gotten to the end of season one. Yep. Uh, today we're going to cover both episodes 19 and 20 together as a single episode, just like we did at the beginning of our podcast with episodes one and two. Mm-hmm. And then we'll put that out this week. And then after that, we're going to start season two. Yeah. All right, I'm pretty excited. Uh, I got to admit, this was probably the best the whole season. Oh, yeah. The season finale is definitely my favorite out of season one. When we get to season two and three, I'm going to be saying I have a lot of favorite episodes because I do. Um, But for season one, it's definitely the two part finale is my complete favorite episode. And every single finale in the show for like the seasons is just always huge. Yeah. So um, I I would say, well... Yeah, there was one big surprise for me. I mean, now, again, I know nothing about Avatar. <laughs> I've been trying to stay away from spoilers because yeah. I actually got friends that have been watching. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you and me don't talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there was one big surprise, I would say, at the end. Um, but outside of that, there wasn't too many big surprises. You kind of had an idea of where things were going. Or where mm-hmm. things would go, considering, you know, there's a season two and season three. Yeah. Um, I think if I was watching this uh, as, you know, a first time before season two was out, then maybe I'd have been a little more concerned or or, or thinking, wow, I wonder if this is going to happen. But I think because yeah. I already knew there was a season two and three, I kind of could predict what was going to go down or what was going to take place. Except mm-hmm. for, like I said, at the very end, and we'll talk about that, obviously, when we get to it, but... This one, we start out, and uh, they're still, obviously, at the uh, Northern uh, Water Tribe Temple Palace mm-hmm. Ice Capades. <laughs> the place is just, it's, it, it's yeah, compared just, to what they came from, it's enormous and huge and elaborate, so. Mm-hmm, it's, yeah, just called the Northern Water Tribe, so they're just, they're just there. <laughs> yeah, and now we know that the uh, Fire Nation is just, just outside, just out of reach at this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to be there any second. Uh, we see that Katara has become the best student of all for, I can't think of his name again. Who's the master? Paku. Master Paku. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, he basically she's taking out all of his other students. Uh, she's doing crazy stuff with the water. Uh, just kind of, you know, become a, a all-star. And, uh, then they talk about Aang, and he's done some things, but he's still <laughs> acting like a kid. He turns himself into a snowman, you know, things yeah. like that. Uh, but he still has much, much farther to go. Mm-hmm. Um, then, and, and this is the only part I, I guess I kind of liked, but didn't like. It was, almost, you know, and I know you don't remember, but I, I wonder if when they did this, there was a big break between the final episode and all the other episodes, because this episode, episode uh, 19, mm-hmm. I should say, so the final two episodes, uh, 
Yeah. It was like all of a sudden they're like quickly jumping from place to place to hurry up and say, look, 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 it's going to happen. So then they could play out the rest of the episode where they, they usually didn't do that. They usually would give you a good five minutes on this group and then five minutes over here and then, you know, go back and forth. But this one it was like mm-hmm. quickly two minutes, two minutes, two minutes done. OK, so. Yeah. So then it kind of quickly went over to uh, Sokka and Princess uh, U- UA. UA. Yeah. Uh, I never pronounced these names. And maybe maybe by the time we get to the end of season three. But uh, <laughs> Princess Yue, um, and they're kind of walking around. And again, she's like, you know, this is wrong. I'm, I'm you know, promised to marry somebody else and so on and so forth. And Sokka's like, look, we're just hanging out. Just relax. Um, but he ends up taking her for a ride on Appa. Mm-hmm. And while they're on the ride, they almost kiss. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they notice that there's soot falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. So... Obviously, that's Fire Nation. Uh, Sock even calls that back to when his village was attacked. Yeah, which says, is, I guess, just a little bit of we'll get to eventually hear that story in season three. So I guess if you look at it from me who's seen it so many times, that's a little something to something that's going to come. So so they didn't talk about that in the first or second episode. I was trying to remember. Um. Well, we know that like Sokka and Katara's mom is dead. And that there was, like, a bunch of attacks on the Water Tribe, but we don't know why yet. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I put it together that hey, the soot is because of the Fire Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it starts falling from the sky. So he's like, oh, crap, we got to get back. So they head back, uh, flash forwards then to Uncle Iroh talking to uh, Admiral Zhao. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, wait. Yeah, yeah, he's talking yeah. to Zhao, and, and um, there's they're talking, and um, Zhao's saying like how he's gonna go down in history, and there's something that once again, there's a lot of stuff that is like they hint at things that are going to come. Is he says something like to Iroh that this won't be like your legendary defeat in Bossing Say, which is something we'll learn about. So I thought that'd be something just to. Oh, okay. All right. I know. I don't even know if I picked up that whole line there, but yeah. um, they keep talking about when to attack and Iroh kind of tells him, you know, hey, you, you might want to wait until morning because the moon's about to come out. Yeah. Um, so Zhao kind of finally listens to him because Zhao's like, ah, the moon doesn't matter and all this. And you're kind of like, I, I mean, I, I didn't pick up or catch that, you know, and I don't know if they really mentioned that before that they they're powered by the moon where yeah Fire they, they have the sun. Mm-hmm. they say in this episode and that's um something i was going to talk about is that this is the first time we hear about like waterbenders are more powerful under a moon and then they're even more powerful under a full moon which happens the full moon happens later in the up in the second part and yeah. like firebenders are more powerful with the sun and so um this is the first time they talk about that but it's like it's not like they can't bend without it or anything. It just makes them more powerful. Okay, because that's what I was gonna say. I re- I didn't remember that, and I was like, wow, I missed it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it makes sense kind of in a way, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I was like, hmm, all right, I don't, I just didn't remember it. Um, so Sokka goes back. The the water tribe's getting ready, obviously, for this big fight. Yeah, and, Aang's uh, fighting all the ships at this point. Yeah, so they, they do start firing with catapults, mm-hmm. and uh, 
start destroying like the front wall of the water tribe. So uh, Sokka is kind of with the the main army or whatnot, yeah. or at least a small group that's going to try to infiltrate <laughs> the Fire Nation. Yes. And Sokka starts laughing at their uniforms, and he's like, "When did you get these? A hundred years ago?" And and Paco's like, or no, it wasn't Paco's the general. No. Yeah, the, it's like the, the guy, whoever the leader. He doesn't have a name. The king, really, because yeah, like he's the chief. Queen. Yeah, the chief. It's kind of like, uh, well, eighty-five years ago. So he's yeah. like, yeah, they don't even wear this stuff anymore, and and they realize that you know he's a great resource for them because he mm-hmm. knows and he's seen a lot and fought a lot of them where they haven't left the water tribe in years. Yeah. So uh, the chief is like kind of getting, you know, I don't want to say high on Sokka, but he's really liking Sokka. Um, Sokka meets Han, who is Yue's fiance. And uh, the chief kind of asks that they work together to get prepared for so that that Han can and his troops can infiltrate the Fire Nation. Yeah, he um, wants like Sokka to tell him all he knows about Zhao and the Fire Nation and stuff. Right. And so Sokka's trying to do that, but at the same time, he's kind of jealous. Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of goes, there's a little back and forth between the two of them. And Han's like, what do you care? And and Han, you could tell, is really just all about, hey, I just want to show myself off. Mm-hmm. Um, he can't even, he, you know, Sokka even tells him that Zhao, he's not even pronouncing Zhao's name right. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, I don't care, Chow, Cho, whatever. <laughs> and uh, he's like, it doesn't matter. Um then the two of them end up fighting instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the chief then says, Sokka, you're off the mission, and he doesn't get it. <clears throat> now, question I guess I kind of had was, is the chief know that they were fighting about UA? Um, or did he just see that they were fighting, period, and, and saw the you know determination in, in Sokka? And that's why he said, because what he does is he basically takes Sokka and says, hey, I want you to protect my daughter. Yeah. So, so they never give us confirmation in that, but the dad, I guess, I don't know if the dad knows or not. The only time he would have seen, like, Sokka and Yue together that we know of is at, like, the dinner when they first met. Right. And that was so, the first night, so. Yeah. So yeah. that's the only thing. So I don't know if he does or not. Yeah. Um, Sokka, obviously, is all about that. <laughs> he gets mm-hmm. all excited. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> um. And we, I think we kind of flash back to everybody else, but nothing big's really going on at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's something with Zuko when Zuko's leaving the boat, right? To I go, um, yeah. Iroh says something. He's he says something like to Zuko, like he loves him like his son. So this is once again the first time we're hearing about Iroh had a son, who's who's dead now. But that's the first time we've heard Iroh talk about that, and. So when he's like saying goodbye to Zuko and telling him be careful, so I yeah. guess that's something once again for later. And basically, it, this kind of shows that Iroh also, in, in addition to being trying to be a smart strategist for Zhao and telling him to wait till morning to continue the fight, um, also is trying to buy time for Zuko to get yeah. over there and get the the Avatar himself. Exactly. Um, at the same time, we see before Sokka gets back to UA that UA is hanging out with Katara and Aang, mm-hmm. and she ends up taking Aang and showing him what what they call it the center of spiritual. It, it's yeah, it's a spiritual oasis, and so like they were spiritual trying to oasis. figure out a like plan on how to um, you know, get what the spirits they, from the spirits yeah. world to help out. Yeah, and, and like 
I yeah, pretty much. And UA says something that once again that um she says the thing with the waterbenders are more powerful with the moon, and then she also says that the moon are the first waterbenders. So that's just another thing that's uh yeah that you know information. So she shows him this place, and this is the place that he can obviously go to, so that he could try to to enter the spirit world. Yeah, it's it's um, so it's a spiritually charged place, so that makes it easier for him to meditate into the spirit world. Yeah, and when he's there, he looks in the water. He sees two fish, a black and a white one. Mm-hmm. They're just uh, going in circles, and sure enough, it ends up showing the sign of the yin yang. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and then when he realizes that, that's when he kind of enters the spirit world. Yeah. Um, just as he gets into the spirit world, Zuko shows up. Yeah. And ends up knocking out him and Katara go to get in a fight again. Yeah. Uh, he ends up knocking out Katara for a few minutes. It didn't really show Yue. She just kind of disappeared all of a sudden. Or yeah. well, she went into hiding, maybe, I guess. Yeah, I guess. And at some time in that part, because when we start the next episode, this is the end of the episode, Zuko ends up getting A, and we see him, like, running out and I guess, like, the frozen area till they get to the cave. But they get to the cave in the second episode, like, the second part of the episode. But, yeah, I don't... I've always thought, where where does Yue go? Because she's there with them. But then at the start of the next episode, when Katara wakes up and knows Aang isn't there, Yue comes down on Appa with Sokka. Oh. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, that made total sense. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I don't know. I kind of thought that was an odd odd situation. But anyhow, so yeah, this is basically the end of the episode is that Zuko gets Aang's body. And takes off, which we know Aang sometimes has issues finding his body, um, which yeah, made it kind of um, weird because they were making a great point of all this that, oh, my God, now he's gone and he, he's not, you know, how's he going to find his body and all this. But then when we'll talk about it when he gets to it, but it was, it was actually quite easy for him. So I don't get that yeah. part of it. Um, anyhow, so that's kind of the end of episode 19. So mm-hmm. we'll just like I said, we're going to do 19, 20 together, so we'll just go right into it's 20. A, it's a two-part episode. They go together like the names Siege of the North exactly. Part 1 and Siege of the North Part 2, so they should just be together. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they basically, we see uh, Zuko walking through like a blizzard mm-hmm. uh, with Aang over his shoulders. Um, he realizes that they're going to freeze to death if, you know, he mm-hmm. doesn't find shelter. So then all of a sudden he sees a small cave and he's like shelter. And so that's where he ends up going. Yeah. Um, obviously in there he's, you know, able to keep himself and, and hang warm by, you know, making fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're going to be okay. You know, at this point, uh, mm-hmm. Aang, meanwhile, in the spirit world basically is going around and he first runs into kind of like a baboon, a baboon. Yeah. And uh, the baboon was kind of funny. He was just like, get out of here, you know, yeah. get away, leave me alone. And he's like, no, I'm looking for uh, the moon the and the ocean spirits, other? ocean spirits. That's what it was. Yeah. Moon and ocean spirits. And uh, the baboon's like, I don't know. There's a little twinkling light. Follow <laughs> yeah, that he's thing. like, chase that. And yeah. That turns out to be Roku. And Roku tells him. The only spirit he knows of is Ko the Face Stealer, which um, would know who um, the Moon and Ocean spirits are because he says they crossed over from the spirit world to the physical world very near the beginning of 
Like he's the time. That's what he says to him. So now Aang's off to find to kill the face stealer. And he tells him, like, don't show emotion. He'll steal your face. Right. So we'll kind of leave that there. So then we go back to, uh, to, to Zuko at this point. And then um, Zuko is just kind of like talking to himself because, you know, Aang's not he's not conscious or whatever because he's in the spirit world. Um, and he's talking to himself and he talks about that. He says um, his dad would say that his sister was born lucky and he was lucky to be born, which I guess shows his relationship with his dad, which is a big thing in the later seasons. And now we know that Zuko has a sister, which we meet her at the end of the episode. Right. And that was like the big surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to go back. So. You know, now it's kind of getting to daybreak. Yeah. And Iroh and Zhao are talking. And Zhao's like, you know, okay, you know, we're going to be able to handle this. And Iroh's like, yeah, but we got to hurry up before the moon comes back. And he's like, don't worry about the moon. I'll take care of the moon. And that's where we get a little more backstory on the whole moon and uh, ocean side of it. Mm-hmm. Where he knows that they came to this, uh, the uh, physical not, world from the, the spirit physical world. world. Yes, exactly. So... He has some backstory to all this as well, which was yeah. kind of interesting to know. How did he find all this out? But yeah, uh, um, I was like, OK, I was like, how does he know all this stuff? Yeah, because he he found a he says an underground library and he found when he worked in- for an earthbender, which I didn't get that either, because if this war has been going on, if the Fire Nation has been fighting everybody for over 100 years, he worked for a general. I don't know. Remember the name in the Earth Kingdom. So. Um, as we know, the Fire Nation has a lot of spots in the Earth Kingdom. Gotcha. So they kind of took, maybe he, they took over the, this part of the Earth Kingdom. Where yeah. He was working. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And so he says he finds this underground library, which this is something important for later in season two to remember Zhao and this library. Yeah. So... Now we know he's got some trick up his sleeve, but we don't exactly know what it is yet. Well, uh, he says he says he's going to kill the moon spirit to Iroh because then Iroh tells him, like, no, don't do that because and then Zhao says, I like I know he says, like, I'm pretty sure he says, I know you fear the spirits. I've heard about your journey into the spirit world. And so that's once again from I think the last time we saw Iroh being spiritual was um, in the um, eighth episode and the seventh episode where, like, Aang talks to Roku, the winter solstice ones, because he's able to see Roku's dragon. So we already knew Iroh was spiritual. And here's just another thing about Iroh being spiritual is he made a journey into the spirit world. And, uh, yeah, so... They're, they're talking about that, so now we know that Zhao has more of a, a definite plan in place, but we still don't know exactly what that was. Mm-hmm. And so, going back to Aang, um, and it, during all of this, we should say that Sokka, Katara, and Yue are on Appa, and they're looking yeah. around, they're going trying through to the find blizzard, Aang. trying to find Aang. Um, they basically eventually do find Aang, and uh, just as Aang had somehow found his body. Now, this is what was weird to me. So, Aang in the spirit world goes and finds the face stealer, which was kind of a creepy character. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I have something to say about that before we move on to this. Go ahead. Sure. 
so Aang talks to Ko the face dealer, and this is just like, there would have been no way you would know this, but I'm just going to try to put it in. He says he knows Aang from one of his previous incarnations tried to slay him. And so that previous avatar is a water avatar named Kurok. We'll meet him in season three, but we don't really know a ton about him till this summer. They have two books about Kyoshi and the second one came out. And so he is the avatar before Kyoshi. So we, he is like her spiritual guide. So we get this whole backstory on him. And so we know that now this is Kurok who tried to kill um, Ko the face dealer because also when Aang is talking to him, he shows a like girl's face when he's telling him about that part. And that was Kurok's wife that he stole the face of. Oh, okay. And so like that's a whole thing that it's pretty interesting now knowing this whole backstory because in like the book we learned that like Kurok had to fight all these spirits and so he fought Ko because he stole his wife's face and um so I just thought it would be fun as like we learn a little bit about Kurok and and when we meet him but it's like not a lot and he says like the whole thing about uh, that Ko stole his wife's face, but we just got the whole backstory and reason for all this stuff, like, what, two months ago? Like, the book came out, the second book, which was what it was in, came out in July. So it's fun to now be able to connect that stuff all together. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a lot of info. I didn't even know, obviously, because, yeah. well, you read the book. I didn't read the book. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, uh. He goes and he sees him, and again, you know, Aang trying to play it cool the whole time so he doesn't show emotion mm-hmm. like like Zo- or, uh, Roku told him. Uh, and he does pretty good until he does show the, the female's face, and, and that almost makes him think of Katara, I would imagine, is where I was thinking, because he goes, oh, you know, I, I stole the face of someone that you cared about. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Aang doesn't know who that is, but, you know, made yeah. him think of Katara and kind of got him nervous for a minute. And then all of a sudden he realizes, and I forgot what what the face dealer said, but he said something to the fact that made him realize who the moon and ocean spirits yeah, were. Yeah, he's, he's saying all this stuff, and he says something about they circle each other eternally. And the, yeah, and then he brought up the yin and yang. Yeah, and they brought up the yin and yang. Yang's like, oh, it, it's the koi fish. Yeah, Which, and he... Um, he's, the face dealer says their names. Their names are Twee and La, but it's not really important. But that's the moon and ocean spirits' names. Yeah, and so he gets excited, almost blows it, and then yeah. all of a sudden straightens up again. And he's like, okay, well, I guess I have to go, and he leaves. Uh, he makes his way back, and then he, he tells uh, Roku, he's like, how am I supposed to find my way back? And Roku says, oh, here, I have someone to help you, and it's the panda. What's his name again? Hey, bye. Hey, bye. From, yeah, uh, the the Winter Solstice episode, the part, the episode seven winter solstice part one the spirit world so that was i think i said back then to remember hey bye so this is when hey bye came back cool and uh so he takes him back to this to the start where he started from and it was kind of weird because hey bye had to scare off what was that the the bamboo kind of spirit guy yeah yeah the yeah the monkey thing yeah and uh so Aang gets in his spot, he gets all ready, concentrates, meditates, whatever, and his spirit goes back. 
And all of a sudden his spirit goes back and he's like, what's going on? And then so at this point, you're thinking, oh, crap, now he's going to have to go through this thing to try to find his body because um, he comes back, sees Momo right away and he realizes mm-hmm. then he's still in the spirit form because Momo can't see him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, crap. Now, how's he going to figure out where his body is and so on and so forth? Well, then all of a sudden he just magically turns into one of those little spirit lights like Roku was. And just it zooms right to his body. So I'm like, well, that didn't seem very difficult. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, kind of threw me off. I was like, they make this big deal earlier saying, oh, but, you know, once he's in the spirit world, you know, if you touch his body and move his body, he's going to have a hard time finding it and so on and so forth. And then it was nothing. It was no big yeah, deal. That, that's a little bit of a weird thing. And I've thought about that before. I guess maybe it was just like something they did early on which i guess they figured out ended up not working or whatever because it's kind of weird yeah so he finds his body gets in his body wakes up and obviously he's he's able to escape the ropes that uh zuko had him in Mm -hmm. so him and zuko start fighting which when they start doing that uh Sokka, Katara, and Yue see the fire from zuko and so now they know where he's at so they go to him and help well, no, them. they didn't. Aang and Zuko have like a little bit of fight once Aang's up, but they find them by the big flash, which is Aang coming to his body. Oh, that's right. Katara sees it go through the sky. Yeah. And follows it to the cave. But they show up basically right when they're starting to have the little fight or whatnot. Yeah. Um, and that's Aang's how they... just practically trying to escape. Yeah. So. They capture Zuko or knock Zuko out. They're about to leave. And, and again, mm-hmm. Aang's like, nah, we can't leave him. We got to take him. So they yeah. tie him up. They bring him back. Um, just as they get back to the uh, spiritual oasis, um, Zhao shows up. Yeah, and he, he just grabs the moon spirit. And he, like, puts it in, like, a bag. And everything turns red. They're on their, they're on the, uh, they're on Appa on their way back when he does this. And then we get the little um, story about Yue and how when she was a baby, she was, like, going to die. And, like, her dad and mom, like, wanted her, I guess, to live and, like, try to talk to the spirits to help them. And they put her in the oasis and, like, the moon spirit gave some life to her. And so, like, when the moon spirit was taken, she could feel it in her. Right. So... Yeah, this is where you get to all that information. It's like, that's why her hair is white, uh, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So, yeah, it kind of, they've gone through the day. The Fire Nation made their way through to the point where Zhao's able to find the, the oasis, which, again, other than the scrolls or books that he found when he was working in that old underground library, how did he know it was there and that's where he had to go, I guess, is kind of my question. I'm guessing when he found out about them, he found out, too, from reading all that stuff, where they were located. Yeah. I mean, he'd have to. That's the only guess I got as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he puts basically the fish in the bag and everything turns red. And now they've all lost the, the water tribes losing their power and the Fire Nation is gaining power because the moon's gone. So now Mm -hmm. the tides are turning and shifting again which is about the third shift, fourth shift, I think, mm-hmm. in this whole fight. And uh, so now everybody's, like, freaking out, like, what the heck? And um, 
and like, like no yeah go don't ahead. kill it yeah. and um iroh even comes and you know because iroh very much respects the spirits and he's like no Zhao, don't kill it it brings balance it's you're not just gonna hurt the water tribe the fire nation needs the moon too and Zhao like puts it back into the little thing and then you just like kills it with fire and then everything goes and turns black and white yeah exactly um and so now the fish is basically dead Mm -hmm. uh zuko wakes up during this time and him and zhao get into this fight yeah uh, for a split moment because now zhao's like you know hey no you were the one that you were the blue spirit and you're an enemy of the fire tribe uh fire nation uh so on and so forth And, and they just start fighting throughout this whole area palace compound whatever yeah and at the same time this is when ang's like everybody's saying like it's over and ang's like no he he goes into the avatar state and he goes he says like no it's not over and he walks into like the oasis thing with the ocean spirit and they just like merge together and get this like full power thing he's like this giant like fish thing Yeah. yeah, and he goes around. He's just defeating everybody, and then Zuko and Zhao are still fighting, and they're fighting. And um, at the at the end of their little like fight, um, the giant spirit Aang like grabs Zhao, and Zuko's like, "Here, I'll help you," and like puts out his arm to try to help him, and then Zhao's just like, "No," and he like puts his arm to his chest, and he just, I mean. They're not gonna say this, but because uh, I, I, because this is our first death, and then I'll talk about UA two. Is that they're not allowed to say that people died? That was okay. a big rule with Nickelodeon. Is okay. so all the deaths they're not gonna say anybody died. So like Zhao, he's dead. He's, eh. But they're not going to say that because they weren't allowed to. And then, like, I'll talk about Yue now. Is there, Iroh can see that, like, she's got part of the moon in her. And, so, oh, go ahead. Well, but so, so going back a minute, though, where Zhao disappears. Mm-hmm. That was another question. So that was just the ocean spirit on its own. Because yeah. at this point, Aang had separated again. Yeah. So that that was another question I had, and it took me a while to figure out that must have just been the ocean spirit on its own because mm-hmm. the big monster went away because this whole time this big monster was made of water and all that. Yeah. And uh, and right before it, you can see it like boom go down into the water. Right, and then Ang separates, and Ang is back to himself. Yeah. And he's on his way to go find his friends. Well, the water spirit then that's when it goes back to Zhao and finds Zhao, and that's when it grabs mm-hmm. Zhao. So Aang's not really a part of it at this point. Yeah. So then I, at first when I saw this, I'm like, well, wait a minute. That that monster was a thing because of Aang. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's where it had a little more human form. But now it's back to just being, it was because at this point it really wasn't a monster. It was just like a wave of water going through all the mm-hmm. canals and everything. And then it finds Zhao and grabs Zhao. Yeah. So that, you know, I just, I, I just want to point out and separate that Aang was not a part of this at all. Yeah. So. Um spirits can do kind of things like that like um they just can like turn into stuff and like they can get big and get small and it's something that 
we don't spirits are something we don't learn about a lot in Avatar, but then when we get to Korra, the second season is actually called Spirits, and you learn a ton about spirits and like how they do all this stuff. So, yeah, I guess <laughs> that's okay. something. All right. Yeah. Um. So Zhao, like you said, is just kind of gone, disappeared. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zuko at this point is like, well, I, I kind of, you know, what the heck is going on with me now? Yeah. He doesn't go after the Avatar, and we'll talk about that in a minute with him and Iroh. Mm-hmm. Um, but we go back, and so now everybody's with the the moon spirit, which is the dead mm-hmm. fish. And they're like, oh, you know, it, it's it's no longer alive. You know, yeah. it's not here. And that's where UA says, well, hey, I'm part moon. Let me, you know, maybe I can give life back to that. And yeah. Obviously, Sokka's like, no, don't do this. But she's like, nah, that, that's that's why I'm here. Now, that, this is my destiny. Yeah. And Iroh first, before she says, like, I'll do this. And um, Iroh is able, once again, showing Iroh spiritual, is able to see that she has part of the moon inside her. And then she's like, yes, I do. The moon could gave me life. Maybe I can give it back. And then she just, like, places her hands on the fish. And the fish, like, comes back to life. And Ira, like, puts it back in the pond and it's fine. And then Yue just, like, falls and Sokka catches her. She's, she's dead. But we see her go up to, like, the sky and stuff. And uh, she's, she's now the moon spirit. So... Yes, UA's dead, but you know, now she's the moon spirit. Right. Um and we should say that they did finally kiss. Yeah. Uh, now did they kiss earlier in the uh, Yeah, in okay, the eighteen so at the end of the eighteenth episode. So that's, the waterbending master. That's what my daughter said, but mm-hmm. I, I was trying to remember back and I couldn't remember a week ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So um now everybody's kind of, I don't want to say happy again, but everybody kind of realizes, okay, things are going to go back to normal. We'll have the balance again. Mm-hmm. That should all work out. Um, and then, so then everybody at this point is like, okay, what's going to go on? And you're kind of at the next day or, or daybreak again. And that's when, mm-hmm. was it Paco? He's, yeah, he's, yeah. no, no, Paco's the waterbending master. I think right. you're thinking about the chief is talking to Sokka. Oh, yeah, yeah. He And he just says, hey, you know, I used to have dreams that, you know, a princess would turn back into the moon. And yeah. so he's like, I kind of knew this day was going to come. I just didn't know when and so on and so forth. And uh, I mean, it was okay moment. Nothing, nothing mm-hmm. crazy there. But then we, we go to Paku and Paku's like, I'm going to go down to the Southern tribe yes. and I'm going to start training them and mm-hmm. trying to teach them and help them get back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when Katara's like, well, what about your students here? And what are they going to do? Or no, she says, Aang, who's going to Yeah, she Aang? says, what about Aang? Yeah, because then... Aang needs to be trained. And he's like, well, I guess you're going to have to start training to master Katara. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the one question I had going into all of this even was, she's a healer. And they have a ton of healers there. Mm-hmm. Couldn't they do some healing on the fish? I don't think so because it's a it's a spirit and so it's not I don't know if they never really touch on if you can bring somebody back from the dead. Yeah. Well, that, that was well, the only thing uh, I thought is I thought well maybe they can heal an injury or a wound but well, they can't. 
bring somebody kind, back from kind of, but I don't want to spoil some stuff for season right. two. No, that's fine. Um, so it's kind of iffy if they're really able to, yeah. but and also I don't think it would work because spirits are different than like humans. Okay, even though it was in human form, but I got yeah. You. I All and right. also I don't not that I'm remembering. If we've ever seen a he any like healer heal a animal before. Yeah. Okay. I I'll go yeah. with it. I, I just was curious and I was like, huh, hey, mm-hmm. I wonder. But yeah. um so uh then it kind of ends with showing because obviously now they're getting ready to go. Well, it didn't yeah. really say what they were gonna do, but we just know now that wherever they journey to next, Katara is gonna keep training uh, Aang Aang in water in water. Yeah. Um so then we see Iroh and Zuko, mm-hmm. and Zuko's like they're on a little makeshift boat raft, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, because they don't they don't really have a boat because they weren't with Zhao's fleet any like anymore. So they got to make their way to wherever they're going now on their own. And Iroh's just kind of like, "Hey, I'm surprised you're not going after the Avatar." And and Zuko's just like, "You know what? I'm tired. <laughs> I need mm-hmm. to rest." And that's something that Iroh had told him earlier is, hey, you need to chill out and relax. Yes. So he's kind of, you know, he's like, uh, you know, yeah, I think you're right. And you see uh, Zuko kind of lay down on the boat like he's going to pass out. So uh, they're kind of off on their own little journey now. Mm -hmm. And then so the last thing we see is it goes to back to the fire. uh, The fire nation. Yeah. And we see a girl sitting there kneeling Mm -hmm. and. Over the shoulder, you see, obviously, it's Zuko's dad. The Fire Lord, yep. The Fire Lord, and he's talking to her, and he's just kind of like, hey, this isn't, this didn't work. Uh, everybody's getting their butt whooped. It's time yeah. for you to step in and go after her and just take out everybody. That's basically mm-hmm. what he says. Even even her brother. Yeah, uh, he, he says that, like, Zuko's a failure, and Iroh's, like, a traitor, because Iroh ended up helping the water tribe and helping like egg and guitar and Sokka with the whole thing with UA. And he didn't want the Zhao to kill the moon spirit. And so, and he's like, Zuko's a failure, which, and so how does he know all this is, I guess is my first question. Maybe and this is a few days later and word got back to him. Word got back. Yeah. That's the only thing I could think of too. Cause so. um, we'll see later on the fire nation, like, has these messenger hawks where they send like little message. I think we saw it in the Southern Air Temple, which was the third episode when Aang. You probably wouldn't remember this because it's just such a small detail. Aang like goes into the Avatar state and it like triggers the people at uh, Roku's temple, and that like the Avatar is alive because the eyes start going there and like they write. They say, like, we need to get a message to the Fire Lord, and they send it in, like, this and a messenger hawk. Like, they just, like, write a note, and they put it in its back and, like, send it off. So maybe that, somebody from, like, the Fire Nation fleet that's now, like, going home. Yeah. That could be probably how he figured out, because, or maybe this is, like, a week later, and the people are already back to the Fire Nation. I don't know. Yeah, I I totally was like, uh, okay, but mm-hmm. now we know ending ending season one that now it's going to be a matter of the sister coming after everybody, yeah, not just Aang but also Zuko, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, seeing where that all leads to, where that all yeah. goes down to. So. And so this was what I was saying in the storm, which was the twelfth episode. That's where we got the like Aang and Zuko backstories, and this is the girl Zuko's sister. I won't say her. I guess I won't say her name yet because you learn it in the first episode of season two. But um, we see her in the audience, I guess. I don't, uh, that sounds bad because like Zuko's getting burned in the face, but I don't know what else to say. Um, But we see her by Iroh in that episode and I pointed that out that she would be important and now you got to meet her. Now we know why. Yeah, she's a very important character for the rest of the show. All right. So. That's it for season one. Yeah. Uh, now, one thing we didn't talk here about talk about or mention here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say this was, and I didn't kind of purposely, you know, if you'd have brought it up, fine, but mm-hmm. was my funny moment for the two episodes together. Okay. Was uh, Han when he actually made it aboard? Yeah. The ship, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Went to go after Zhao, and he's like, "Hey, Cho." Yeah. <laughs> and he rushes after him, and Zhao just kind of like looks at him like. Who the heck are you? Just kind of flings him overboard. Yeah. And it was like, well, that's the end of him. He's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was just kind of like a funny moment. So, yeah, that, that was my favorite moment. I'd say that that to me brought brought a chuckle to me uh, out of those like, two right, episodes. Bye. <laughs> but yeah, so that was something we didn't talk about. So I wanted mm-hmm. to mention that quickly uh, just to say that, you know, that's what happened with Han and his whole plan and <laughs> went yeah. really nowhere. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> that was my funny moment for the two episodes. Yeah. But I don't they, they, like most of the season, oh, like all the season finales, there's not really a funny moment. That's not really they're not they're more so, you know, big battles and serious stuff. But like, sure. I would definitely say that the, this like two part of the end is my favorite out of season one. Um, so I don't know if I exactly have a uh, favorite moment exactly yeah yeah oh okay but i guess i have a few questions for you now that we finished season one sure what yeah what what do you think overall from the first season uh it's a pretty good show i you know definitely like i said getting getting up through the first six ish episodes mm-hmm I was kind of like, yeah, all right. To me, it seemed a little kiddish still. I was like, eh, okay. And then once we started getting into the spirit world stuff and and more on the water bending and getting more into those things, yeah. then I was like, okay, this is getting a little more interesting. This is piquing my interest more. Um, mm-hmm. I started liking things more. Um, before that, like I said, it, it, it took me probably those first six episodes before I really was getting into it. And then definitely... About the time of episode 12, maybe 13, even with the Blue Spirit, that's where I, I really was like, or maybe even 10 with Jet. Mm-hmm. That's where I was really like, okay, now I'm, I'm digging this and I'm, I'm into it more. So at this point, yeah. I'd say, no, I'm, I'm pretty pretty interested, pretty into it. Um, I'm looking forward to starting season two next week. Yeah, so. yeah. Season, I'm very excited to talk about the second episode of season two because it's one of my favorites. So okay, that's that's. It's it's not like I don't know. Well, you'll just have to watch it. But yeah, and I said this so many times before. As in my opinion, for the three seasons of Avatar, I think they get just better and better as they go. And like, so 
Yeah. Okay. I, and I mean, I would say that that seems pretty accurate for somebody after like getting into it after like the first six. Like you got I feel like you got to watch some before you're into it. Yeah, because there is a lot of backstory. So mm-hmm. uh, there's there's a lot to learn about the world. And I said this before that season one is a lot of learning about the world and these characters and bending and just everything and then I guess in like season two and three it's really you're able to see like the story and the characters themselves doing things in the story yeah and then I guess to say I've said it before Aang is my favorite character so I it's not I don't think it's it's not going to change throughout we're going to do this but from now from the first season who was your favorite character really Aang yeah, he's my oh. favorite. He's always been my favorite from Avatar. <laughs> oh, Aang is annoying. Uh, <laughs> at this point, anyhow. No, it's not Aang for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with either Uncle Iroh or Sokka. Uh, yeah. A little more of the comedy relief side of things, mm-hmm. I would say. But um, probably more Uncle Iroh. But, but you know... He's got it. He just has all the one liners and that's probably why, you know, or most of the one liners throughout. Um, so I, I would probably go more with Sokka. As, mm-hmm. you know, if you're looking at the, the what I would say, four main characters of Zuko, Sokka, Katara and Aang, I'd, yeah. I'd probably go with Sokka. Yeah. 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 I hope he gets gets a lot more in depth than season two. He's definitely a bigger character there. So. Yeah, I uh, I mean, I'll admit I kind of like Zuko somewhat um mm-hmm. he has he has he definitely has some morals and principles to him so I like that yeah um I don't know I I'm uh, yeah. I'm gonna go out on the on a limb because I like to root for for the bad guys sometimes mm-hmm. and say <laughs> I could see down the road him and Aang becoming friends I don't uh, go ahead I'm not going to say anything, but it's no. it's good that you're picking up on some of Zuko's things because, you know, Zuko just becomes even bigger throughout season two and three. And so, no. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I don't want to say anything. No, I, I can see where he starts to become, you know, uh, a better leader and a, uh, a better uh, person for the Fire Nation to look to as hopefully Aang is able to change things. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But um, yeah, if I had to make some predictions, those would probably be my my two biggest predictions. But yeah, so I mean, Zuko, I, I like Zuko as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Katara's OK. You know, she's not bad. But yeah, right now, Aang is <laughs> he's annoying <laughs> to me still. So I'm like not ready for that. I mean, he can do some cool stuff. He's powerful. I get it. But <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> so what else? Got anything else? No, I think those were just like to see your thoughts so far. And then I guess you said my last one, what was your favorite episode was this one, which is which is mine. I mean, I I I like I I said it as we went on some of my favorites and I will. It's going to be probably I have so many favorites that when we get to season two and three, I'm just going to be saying this is one of my favorites a lot. Because I'm just already thinking by like thinking about the episodes and I'm just like, there's a lot of them. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, yeah, 
So we finished season one. We're not really taking a break. We're going to go into season two next week. Yeah. Uh, this is a supersized episode because yeah. we put the two episodes together. So hope everybody enjoys it. Uh, but that finishes up this episode of Everything Avatar. Please join us again next week as we start season two. Get into episode one, probably two as well. Uh, if you want to contact us, reach out. Please do so. You can find me on Twitter at I'm Trying Dan. Uh, Aaron, where can they find and reach out to you at? You can find me on my YouTube channel at Aaron Pinkham or on my Instagram at airbear 34 All right. And I also want to mention, uh, you know, we still don't have an answer on what the 113 and our email address, which is everythingavatar113 at gmail.com. Uh, that's where you can write to us and uh, talk to us and give us questions. And now we're going to go back to our last person who emailed us, Scotty P. <laughs> and uh, going forward, if you got a question, you want to try to stump Aaron on season one. Just we're going to keep it to season one, people. Uh, write in and ask us a question about season one. See if you can stump Aaron. And uh, we'll start a stump Aaron segment if we get <laughs> if we get enough of those entries. Question. Uh, questions. At the same time, yeah. uh, like I said, if you got a, a idea of what the 113 stands for, write in and tell us that as well. And we'll, we'll talk about it on here also. Till next time, I'm Dan Harris. And I'm Aaron Pinkham. And thanks again for listening to the Everything Avatar podcast. See you next time. See ya.